0: One of the pastors here, as Chad said before, but this morning we are going to go on a journey together. We're actually going to go on a journey of worship. And so, when I was given this um, this task of of preaching, that the weight and the opportunity to share the word with you, and Chad and I were talking about the series, and we're like, "Yeah, we're starting on worship." I I thought one of the worst things I could do was stand up and preach at you for the the time that we normally preach because <laughs> worship is not worship is not always simply about receiving the word but it's actually about living out and giving worth to the God of the universe and and worth is this interesting thing right and it, we we bought a house when we moved here and when we were in the negotiation process for our house um one of the things that they had mentioned was that there's this beautiful picture window of beveled leaded glass. It's, it's a beautiful window. And they're like, that adds $8,000 of value to the house. And I'm like, depends what century you live in. But it, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But if I had $8,000 to spend, it would not be on that. Um, and in our lives, we actually tend to value things a little bit differently. We, we look at things and we try to understand, what are those worth? What, what value does that bring? What things do, what, what does that add? And I, I would challenge you this morning that actually worship, that that the worth, the largest amount of worth that anything possesses is the worth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. and And if If that is the thing of most value, the thing of most worth, that our relationship with our Father, the the God of the universe who created us, then how are we giving him honor and glory? What ways are we raising our worship to him? And so worship starts with this kind of idea of raising worth and glory. Of, of giving momentous occasion to something. Now, we look at the cross, and, and it is a symbol of worship, of giving worth to the sacrifice. We, we enter into new membership as a sign of telling God that, yes, this is what I profess. This is what I proclaim. This is who I am. And we also enter into a time of communion together in participating in remembrance of the work of the cross, in partaking of the bread and the juice as symbols of God's presence with us, his very active presence in remembering his broken bread, the broken body, and the shed blood on the cross. So this morning as we as we go and we move forward, I'd invite you to just engage in worship, to To open your hearts, to raise your praise to God, to give worth to the God above. Because worship is about what we raise. We're going to enter into a time of communion together now.
1: As Pastor Matt said, we're actually going to begin this morning with communion um, as a way of reflecting on what Jesus did and and the, the greatest sacrifice of all. Uh, This morning, we're going to be using um, a liturgy that many churches uh, joining kind of other churches in in a liturgy they would use called the Great Thanksgiving. And so this is not something that we do uh, every week or every month here at the church. And so I just ask, uh, uh, do your best to to read along. There will be some parts that are italicized blue for you to read. Um, I will be reading the dark white print. And uh, I'm going to have to do a little bit of a turn to look at the words myself. So just forgive me if you're feeling like my back is to you. So I will read the dark print, you read the light blue italicized, and do your, your best, as Pastor Matt said, to read this with gusto, reflecting on the words, reflecting on the meaning, really own the words that you say. Sometimes in responsive readings, it can be like, oh, we're just saying these things. Let's, let's really own the words, think about what we're saying as we, as we come to the table this morning. The Lord be with you. And also with you. We, <laughs> it's okay. Lift up your hearts.
0: We lift them up to the Lord.
1: Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right everywhere and at all all times times, to to give give God God thanks. thanks We thank you God for creating our world, taking pleasure in it, hating nothing you have made. Grudging existence to no one, you created a man and woman sharing your breath with them. After taking great delight in the work of your hands, you declared a great Sabbath. Blessed with times and seasons, the earth brought forth abundantly, providing the man and woman all that was essential to life. Therefore, we join our voices with the angels and all the saints in heaven and on earth as we praise your name, saying, Holy, holy, holy Lord, heaven Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Glory be to you, Lord most high. Holy Father, we thank you that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, He took the loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembering me. In the same way, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembering me. We remember you, Lord Jesus, as As you commanded, Confident confident we we shall know you in the breaking breaking of bread. bread. We remember you, O Christ, confident you will seal the new covenant in our hearts as we drink this cup. O Holy Spirit, who brought us here to proclaim the risen Lord, unite us in one body with him who loves us and gave himself up for us. O God, who called us from death to life, we give ourselves to you and with the church through all ages. We We thank thank you for your saving love in Jesus Christ, Christ our Lord. Amen. I'd like to invite the servers to come forward at this time. This morning, uh, you will be coming forward to receive communion through what we call intinction, a method called intinction. So you'll rip a piece of bread off, dip it into the cup, and then partake of communion. We'll have two stations here to my right and left, and a station in the back as well. If you could come down the center aisles if you're coming forward or back through the center aisle, and then return through the outside aisles. That would help with flow. Pastor Matt will have a gluten-free station on this side of the sanctuary, this side of our worship center. So if you do need gluten-free, Pastor Matt will be over there with that. And then for anyone who is unable to come forward, I will have a loaf of bread, a part of the loaf, and a cup as well, and I will be wandering through the sanctuary. Please, I don't want to miss anybody, so please don't hesitate to kind of flag me down. I try to do my best to find everyone. We want to make sure that everyone uh, get served communion as we come to the table. The table is ready. Come as you are able. Thank you. I'll take that one. Uh-oh. You are, good, you. I you 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 are on, on. good.
2: When there's mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. Nothing good in me.
1: You, right are, there love, there you are love,
2: you are love, on display for all Price. to see. You, yeah. are, light. you are light, Price. you are light, Price. you get you get darkness
3: Amen. closes in. You are, you are hope,
2: you are hope, you have covered
3: all my sin. Father.
2: You are peace, you are peace, when my fear is crippling. You are true, you are true, even in my wandering. You are joy, you are joy,
3: you're the reason that I sing. You are life, you are life, and your death has lost its sting. I'm running to your arms, I'm running to your arms, the riches of your love will always be enough, nothing compares to your embrace, the light of the world. proclaim. You are here. You are here. In your presence i made whole. You are God. You are God. Of all else I'm letting go. And oh, I'm running to your arms. I'm running to your arms. The riches of your love will always be Nothing compares to your embrace, the light of the world forever. And I'm running to your arms, I'm running to your arms. The riches of your love will always be in And Nothing compares to your embrace, the light of the world Your love will always be enough And nothing compares to your embrace The light of the world forever reigns, And I'm running to your arms And I'm running to your arms The riches of your love will always be enough And nothing compares i Sing this in light of what we've just done. Nothing can separate, even if I ran away. Your love never fails. No, you know I still make mistakes, but you have new mercies for me every day your love never fails and you stay the same through the ages and your love never changes there may be pain in the night but joy comes in the morning and when the oceans rage i don't know to be afraid, because I know that you love me, and your love never fades. The wind is strong and the waters deep. But I'm not alone here in these open seas, because your love never fades. Chasm is far too wide I never thought I'd reach the other side But your love never fails And you stay the same through the ages and your love never changes And may be pain in the night But joy comes in the morning when the oceans rage, I don't have to be afraid because I know that you love me and your love never fades. and your love never fail. but you make all things work together for my good You make all things work together for my good You make all things work together for my good And you make all things work together for my good you stay the same through the ages and your love never changes there may be pain in the night but joy comes in the morning and when the oceans rage I don't have to be afraid because I know that you love me you never fade never fade never fade you never your love never fade
2: we do celebrate that today. Um, Father, thinking about and remembering Pentecost, uh, the the crazy promise that you gave us that it was actually better uh, for Jesus to go that we might receive the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And we are so thankful for what that means for us, uh, that we can actually come here and not sing songs to a distant God that is far off, uh, but sing to you that it That you are here among us. You're here with us. We thank you for that. We thank you for the way that you bring our community together around that truth and around the reality of what your spirit's doing in our lives and our community. Father, we pray that you would uh, open our
0: hearts to be changed by the way that we worship you this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, I'm going to invite the kids forward, but we're not going to just go pray right away. So I'm going to have you guys take a seat right here. Come sit with me. Come sit with me. Just anywhere on the stage. Right here. Boom. Yeah. Boo. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. So, did you guys know that worship is not just for grownups? That, like, when we sing and when we talk about stuff in church and we do stuff like communion, it's not just for the grownups in our church? You didn't, you knew that? That's good. I'm glad you knew that because, you know what, worship is actually something that we all get to do, that all of us get to do together. So there's this guy um, named Jesus, right? And Jesus said something, and he said, this is the first, the most important commandment. Do you guys know what the fir- most important commandment is? No. You don't know? Only worship, the truth. Only worship God. That's a good one. It's actually, love the Lord your God with all your heart soul, mind, and strength. And it's in Matthew, it's in Matthew 22. And it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And that is what real worship is, that we actually just love God with everything we are. And so I said before that we raise our worship to God. But you know what? There's one other thing that we have to do in worship. We actually have to listen to what God says. Because when, you know, when your parents tell you to do something, what, is it nice if you ignore them or you say no to them? Do they, are they happy when you do that? No. No, they don't, they do not like it when we tell them no to their faces. My mom still doesn't like it when I tell her no. (laughs) No. No. But it's just not her favorite thing in the entire world when I say no. But you know what? God, as part of worshiping him, as part of saying you're the best dad ever in the entire world, one of the ways that we worship God is we actually listen to him. We actually receive what he has to say. We we understand what he has to say. So I'm going to read this verse, and then I'm going to let you guys go, and I'll have— have a good time. So this is from Matthew 22, 36-38. It says, teacher, which is the greatest commandment of the law? And Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment because we raise our worship to him and we receive what God says because he loves us and he wants what's very best for us. So let's pray and then you guys are going to get out of here. Dear God, will you let this morning be an act of worship? Lord, even as the, these kids go and they learn about the judges and about the way that you have loved and cared for Israel, that you took care of your people, God, let us continue to recognize and receive the things that you've given to us so that we may continue to raise up glory to you. May we give you your worship. May, may we give you your due today in your name. Amen. All right. So good. So, um, obviously worship is this kind of this kind of multiple, like we, we always think of worship as this word that means standing up and singing and having songs on during church or I really like to worship and so it means I turn on my phone with, the, you know, with the, the music that's playing in the background or when we hear people who worship we just know that they're the people who are dancing around with their hands up in the air and that's just not us. But the reality is, is that's part that can be worship. Th- those things are worship. That those, those are great ways to worship, to practice, to try on. But, but worship is about a little bit more than simply this singing aspect or passively trying to read and stay on key um, as you read the words. And so I've, I've had some people in my life and uh, tell me that worship is just not their thing. And the reality is, is worship has to be our thing. Now, singing doesn't have to be our thing. My dad cannot sing on key a little bit. And we used to tell him as little kids, this is one of those worst things, things you wish you hadn't said as a little kid, right? We used to say, dad, stop singing to Jesus because it hurts our ears. Okay? That's not fair. One, worship is not about how good you sound. I love, there's a quote, um, David Crowder, who's this uh, incredible worship leader for the last, you know, 15 years. His Basically, he, he used to, he had this album, this live album and in the middle of it, he pulls out this psalm and he, he says, it doesn't say, make, it says make a joyful noise and then he's like, and then right after it, it says make a loud noise. It's not about like make a noise that your spouse really enjoys listening to. That's not, That's not what worship is, but worship is giving God the glory, giving God everything we have, raising everything we have to God and that is comes from Psalm 86 and it's this proclamation. It says, all the nations you have made will come and worship before you, Lord. They will bring glory to your name for you are great and do marvelous deeds. You are God alone. But worship is more about, but it's also about prayer. It's also about meditation. Worship is is this opportunity for us to give God glory. And we can absolutely do that in prayer. We can absolutely do that as we reflect on his word. And we can absolutely do that as we listen and we are attentive to what is preached on a Sunday morning or what wise counsel in our small groups or as we're discussing scripture together, How fe- how fellowship and relating about God can influence our life. So first, worship is about raising glory to God. But it's also about prayer. And there's this really famous prayer. Maybe you've heard of it. We sometimes call it, um, you know, the, our Father or the Lord's Prayer. And uh, it starts with worship. Kind of funny. Matthew 6, 9-10 to says, Then this is how you should pray. Not, this is how you should sing to me. This is how I really want to know. Actually, Jesus never at any point is like, you guys really should start a really cool band and start singing to me. That would be cool. No, he says, pray, interact with God. This is This is it, and it says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Holy is your name. Very first thing and the most important prayer that we have, the way Jesus says that we're supposed to pray, is to actually bring worship, to bring honor, to bring glory to God. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And then the second part, first we bring glory to God, and then we say, let's receive something your kingdom. Let's be about your kingdom. Help me to be a kingdom person. Help me to be the kind of person that would let your kingdom come on this earth, that would let your will be done. And that is the part of prayer, the part of meditation, the part of receiving what God has is that we, we receive those things and then we reflect. So first we, we raise. Worship is about raising. It's about raising glory to God, but it's about receiving about hearing what God has for you and reflecting on how you can live it out. So my wife and I have had the, had a few conversations. Sometimes they're heated in our lives, um, but but there's this conversation we had shortly after we moved here about how I wasn't recognizing. I was too busy in my own world and too busy, like, focusing on new things and trying to put all the pieces together. I wasn't recognizing all of the hard work that she was doing around our house and with our kids and, and living life and going through a hard transition and leaving, leaving her friends and also going into building new relationships and all, all of these, like, things that are really hard in transition. And, and she, she made me aware of that. In a very tender and kind way, because that's the only way my wife communicates to me, and I'm so—it's bl- actually true. Like, no, like you know, that's not e- that's not even me being joking. Like, she is tender and kind, and she communi- she doesn't always know how to communicate it so that I'll receive it. But this is the thing that, as we interact with God, right? I know she's doing awesome things, but I'm focusing on the wrong things sometimes, and I need help to understand how to how to give give her the recognition that she needs, the love that she needs. And I think the same thing is true in our relationship with God, that that as God speaks to us, we learn how to interact with him. We actually increase our relationship. We work through our challenges, and we learn how to tell God and to give him honor and glory for the things that he actually does that are incredible. And when we do that, the benefit pays back to us as well. So when I started to recognize it, I was like, man, the house looks awesome. The house looked more awesome every other time because she was like, he noticed, I'm going to do it again. Well, now, okay, so it's sort of ser- self-serving. Maybe worship is actually not just about God. It's not just about giving God worship, but it is self-serving. In, in worship, we actually get to be a part of a self-serving aspect of building true relationship with the Creator, that in that humbleness in which we go to God, He pours out onto us. And as, we, as He pours out onto us, we have to be willing to receive, to reflect, to continue to worship, to continue to receive, to continue to reflect, to continue to worship. So first we raise, and then we receive, and then we reflect on all the things that he needs to do in our lives. So prayer and meditation, this this aspect of worship, is, is a working out of us trying to raise our praise to God in direction. So we're going to enter into a, a time of prayer. And I would ask that during this time, you would feel free to be in whatever posture you need to be in. Um, for me, there's been times in my life where In church, I had to be the one laying in the back on my face because I didn't know what else I was supposed to do. Or kneeling on the steps or sitting on the floor or turning around in my pew and and kneeling. Whatever works for you, standing. But we get into this false habit of when I pray, I have to hold my hands here and close my eyes and bow my head so I'm not distracted by anything. But when I'm in that posture, often what it means is I am so focused on this that I actually forget about this. So I just invite you, find your space as we pray. And I'd also invite you as, um, as I pray I, to open your hands. To, to be open and as an active sign of being receptive to what God may have for you today. So let's pray. Psalm 96 It says, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. Sing to the Lord and praise his name. Proclaim his salvation day after day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among his peoples. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods, for all the gods of the nations are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, all you families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in in the splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. God, you are God. And we are not. You are the creator of the earth. Lord, we praise your name. We proclaim the joy of your salvation, of your life-changing work, day after day. Lord, will you bring among us, show to us your marvelous deeds. Use our hands for the work of your people. God, give us eyes for you alone. May we worship you and may we give you all the praise. May you be our strength. Will you come to us? Will you show us the way? Allow our hearts to be open to you. Lord, allow us to receive you, to know you, to understand you, to reflect, to move into a journey of understanding how you would reveal yourselves even in the darkest places of our hearts. Lord, and we lift up those who aren't with us today in their brokenness or in their hurting or in their health. God, in in the, the choices we wish they would make differently, God, will you be with them? Will they know in this very moment your presence? Will you be with them? Will they know you and give you the praise and the glory? May you resonate in their souls and in their lives. Lord, we proclaim you into their hearts into their souls into their lives that they may know and receive you as well God in our brokenness may we come to you humble confessing the things that are broken in our lives Lord Nehemiah 9:5 says stand up and praise the Lord who is from everlasting to everlasting. Blessed be your glorious name and may it be exalted above all blessing and praise. You alone are the Lord. You made the heavens, even the highest heavens, and all their starry hosts, the Lord, the earth and all that is in it, the seas and all that is in them. You give life to everything and the multitudes of heaven worship you. Amen. Let's continue in worship.
2: As Matt was just talking about, being able to take that posture where you can really do whatever you need to do um, to, to speak with the Lord and listen to Him in the way that He speaks to you. Uh, I'm just going to keep playing for uh, a minute or two, and then I'm going to sing a song that um, might help us. If It'll be a new song, uh, but it can be a song that can help us figure out what to say um, to the Lord when we don't have the words ourselves.
3: I have no words to say I don't know what I should pray God, I need you God, I need you Oh, Lord, my faith is tired And tears fill up my eyes But I will trust you And I will trust you Whatever comes my way you have taught me to say, amen. Let your kingdom come, amen. let your will be done, and through the rise and fall, you got above it all. Amen. We're saying. I can barely stay, you strengthen me again, and I will see you, and I will see you, though troubles may arise. My hands reach to the skies, and I will praise you, and I will praise you, whatever comes my way. You have taught me to say, "Amen." Let your kingdom come, Amen. And let your will be done, and through the rise and fall, You're God above it all, Amen. We're singing a We're singing Kingdom come, amen. And let your will be done. And through the rise and fall, you're God above it all.
0: So we raise glory to God. We receive from him, we reflect on the ways in which he is working himself out in our lives. And it's in these moments that we also have to recognize that that as he works these things out, we respond. We have to do something about what he's placed in our lives because when we walk through life and we learn something new or something new is revealed to us, it, it does not make any sense for us to continue to walk as though nothing happened. You now it doesn't mean it's easier. It doesn't mean it, 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 it's always the, the, the simplest change in our lives. There's a reason why why uh, we, we have this thing called the midlife crisis, right? It's It's usually because Finally, by the time you just killed it in your career and you're in your mid-40s, you look around and you're like, this is not what I wanted my life to be. I'm driving a minivan, not a convertible. And so all these guys with barely any money go buy like the tiniest little girl convertible they can buy because, or or they buy the giant truck. It, it's one or the other, right? Because that's what my life should be. I need I need, you know, the F-350 heavy-duty diesel crew cab with an extent, you know. It, you know I, I need that. It's got to be lifted a foot and a half because that's my manhood right there. Because you walk through life and you're like, oh, and the doors open. Now, I'm not advocating for that's what your life should be, right? I'm advocating for us to go to God to say, what should my life be? Because God, you are the creator, you made me, and there's something I know about things that I've made in my life. I know what I made them for. If I didn't make it for a reason, it probably got crushed. I took a pottery class, um, uh, well, a few times, and <laughs> let's be honest, I'm not very good at pottery. Okay, <laughs> uh, I and, and I tried to throw these bowls, and, and you know, on, on the wheel and do this whole thing and I would try and make it and shape it and it would just get lopsided and fall down and I would sit there week after week and hour after hour trying to do it. Well, I finally walked away with this bowl, um, but it was too small for anything good. So it holds all my coins because I'm like, I made this. I'm going to use it for something. It has a purpose now. But But now imagine the clay in a master potter's hands as they shape and mold and create. And I I just, I watch them and I'm like, I don't know how you do that. And then it's like, woo, beautiful. But they do because they create it with this purpose, with this intentionality, with this sense of understanding of how it works and what they can do. And our God is the creator who who molds us and shapes us. And so how much better is it when we raise our glory to him, when we receive and reflect on what, he does and what he's called us to, for us to respond in the way that he's made us using our gifts and our talents and our abilities and our skills. Now, it doesn't say go be a teacher or go be an engineer. It says be an engineer for Jesus or do be a teacher for for Jesus be be a a loving grandparent for Jesus work that out in your heart and your soul and in your life be the kindest you can be to the person you come across i we sorry one more one more story we we went to the train museum to the Santa Susana train station yesterday, because Joshua woke up up yesterday morning loving trains, and he goes, I want to go to the train station. And we're like, we haven't even taken you there yet, but grandma took him one time like a few months ago, and he's like, he's like, I want to ring the train bell. But we got in there, and they have all these model trains, and this guy named Bob brought us around and showed us everything. And back in the places where you weren't allowed. And Joshua was just like, I'm like, okay, bud, you have to keep your hands on me because he's antsy and squirrely like a three-year-old. And, um, and he looks at me and he goes, wow! And you could see his eyes light up. But we have to be the kind of people in our lives who share that, that love of Jesus the way that Bob shared trains with my son. We bring them into the relationship. We, we walk with them in this journey. We, we take what we've received and we actually give it to others. We have to respond. What we, what we are called to is actually not just, not just giving worship to God but letting it change our lives when he speaks to us. That we may respond and live it out. That we would give back to him. And so that's why we give offering. That's why we pass the plate not as a sense to get money to pay the bills. Yes, it serves a purpose. But in many ways it's it's that true sense of giving what we've worked hard for to God. What we've worked hard for for his ministry, what we've worked hard for for his glory. However, However he uses it, however he puts it in the hearts of our people, however he confirms that, yes, through our budget, yes, through our ministries, yes, through our people, to love and to care and to support others. And that is one of those ways in which we extend and we receive praise. We, we, we give praise to God is through how we serve, how we live out. It's extravagant love. Worship is like having an extravagant love for God, and if your life is not lived in extreme or excessive submission to Him, then I invite you to make worship a non-negotiable priority in your life. Evaluate your expressions of worship so that through singing, declaring, and giving, you will give to the Lord the glory He deserves. The promise is that when we worship God in this way, He will come and commune with us, and above all, He will respond to your worship, making your heart more like his. First Chronicles 16:28 to 29 says ascribe to the Lord all you families of nations ascribe to the Lord glory and strength ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name bring an offering and come before him worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. And I'm going to invite you I'm going to pray now and we're going to continue our, our music worship. But I, I, as, as this time goes on, I'd, I'd encourage you to reflect on how do I need to be giving? How do I need to be sharing? How do I need to be inviting others to walk this journey with me? So let's pray. God be with us. Lord, receive the offerings that we give to you. Receive our service. Receive our works, God, show us the ways in which you have made us in this season and this time to serve and to honor you and to give you glory. May our lives be an offering to you. Be with us as we pray. As we worship, as we give you glory, reveal yourself to us, open our hearts to receive you. And give us the strength to respond. Your name.
3: In our lungs, so we pour out our praise to you only you give life you are love you bring light to the darkness you give hope you restore Every heart that is broken, the greater You, Lord, and it's Your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise, we pour out our praise. It's Your breath in our lungs. So we. all the earth and all the earth will shout your praise our hearts will cry these bones will sing great are you Lord. and all the earth will shout your praise our You to stand up, and all the earth will shout your praise. My hearts will cry, these bones will yeah, sing.
0: Entered into this um, into this series called Walking with Jesus, and so worship is obviously one of those things that we, in, in musical senses, we we walk with Jesus. We come to church to experience God, and the the worship team gets to lead us, to guide us in that path, to to help shape our experience for us as we come and and the sermon helps and all of these other things but we're going to be talking over the next few weeks about how we live out some of these specific things. How we live out fellowship with each other in small groups or in small investment areas, how we how we live out our faith in ministry and walk through through that, how we live out a personal time of reflection and prayer with God. How we live out giving as a form of worship and how we work out sharing our faith with others. And um, if you didn't know, here's my shout out for the day. Uh, There used to be this class here called, you know, See Me Covenant 101 or 201, something like that, that, uh, you know, this guy named um, Kurt Fredrickson used to do. And so we basically took these these six things and said, Wow, like, this guy seems to be pretty smart sometimes. <laughs> and uh, and, and we, want to, we want to share that with you. We want, we want to walk through these, these key formational elements of our life as followers of Jesus together. We want to walk with Jesus. We want to engage deeply with him. And so we're going to do some these kind of weird type of things as we get to experience and try some things on and get us out of our comfort zones to experience God more. But uh, I'm going to pray and we're going to continue with two more songs as we, as we kind of close today. Don't forget, if you have benevolence offering and you want to give that, it'll be available for you as you leave today. Um, but let's pray and let's continue in time of reflection and worship. Heavenly Father, God, would you you help us to humbly come before you, to humbly know you, to give you the glory, hallowed be your name. May we receive and respond and reflect on how to help your kingdom come, to let your will be done on earth Here as it is in heaven, Lord, give us the strength we need in each day. Lord, take the burdens of our sin away. Lift us up. Give us your strength. Your name. Amen. Well, this next song is a
2: song that uh, Casey here showed me um, a while ago, so we're going to sing it for you. And I I think sometimes it can be easy for us to have one language that we speak at church and another language that we actually live our lives in. Um, And so sometimes I think it's really important for us to actually bring our normal language, and the the way we talk about things, the way they actually are going, the way we actually feel, experience, or think, and and understand that, that God doesn't require us to speak in King James English. Uh, in order to actually approach him. Um, and so this is, a, this is a neat song called, um, called Stitch by Stitch. And uh, I hope you guys can pay attention to these words and, and really find something for your heart and your soul in them.
3: Beneath my skin, but there and back, there's no doubt. Your touch is my medicine. Now be okay, because you need can't fix My heart is brave, my scars are open So put me back together now stitch by stitch So put me back together now stitch by stitch What you say without words resuscitates what was long inside Prepare me, never repair me, every regret me, because you're bringing me back to life, and I'll be yours. Can't face. My heart is afraid. My scars are open. So Just pull me, me back, back together now, stitch by stitch. that your touch makes me whole again I give you all my pieces broken in your hands there's nothing left that you can't fix my heart is great now cause yours are all made so, so put me, me back, back together, together, together now and stitch by stitch so put me back Best so put me back together now. Stitch Bastia
2: You know one of one of the really neat things about this community here is there's a lot of hidden talent among among you guys and um, I mean it's really been I'm going to put her on the spot for a minute, but it's been amazing to have uh, Casey join us and play. You see her play just about every (laughs) instrument up here. Uh, So, (laughs) Well, I invite you to stand now with us as we sing this last song together.
3: saviour say thy strength indeed is small child of weakness watch and pray find in me thine all in all cause jesus paid it all and all to him i owe sin had left a crimson stain He washed it white as snow. Lord, now indeed I find. Thy power and thine alone can change the leper's spine. the crimson stain He washed it white as snow And when before the throne I stand in Him complete Jesus died my soul to save My lips shall still redeem. Jesus paid it all, and all to Him I owe. The sin had left a crimson stain, He washed it white as snow. The sin had left a crimson stain, He washed it white as snow. He washed it white as snow. He washed it white as snow The crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow.
0: So will you go and worship the Lord in all you do? May you receive him, may you raise praise to him, and may you reflect on what he says to you and respond. Go with the Lord. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.